True crime shows are, are the shit. And Netflix is just amazing at it. I think they're okay. I'm not like obsessed with them like a lot of people are. I couldn't do it falling asleep. Cause that's when that like, cause that's when I start listening actively and it's like, Oh, does she that shit like fuck with the you? window? <laughs> yeah. She crept in through the window while she was asleep and I'm trying to sleep and I'm like, my windows are locked, right? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I locked them. I feel that way about the, uh, that gate, that wooden fence that I have. Oh yeah. There's oh, like yeah. the swinging latch thing. And I always feel like freaked out anytime we watch any of these shows. It's like he crept in through the fence that was unlocked. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I'm just like, fuck, he's talking about my latch. Oh my God. Is this one of those movies where like the podcast is talking about me? Exactly. I'm oh, the podcast. I'm in it. It's walking up to your bedroom door. He had no idea if he had just locked the wooden fence. Isn't he and his entire family would have survived the night? You know, I don't want to. Yes. What's up, what's up Tucker? Hi. What up? I am the one they call Tucker, among other things. Among other things. What are you guys up to? Oh, you know, just chatterbaiting. Chatterbaiting. Yeah. yeah. That's we started one. to do it together, but then there, we were like, you know, this is just not us. Let's just like talk. Better when it's one at a time. Yeah, it's it's better a solo act and alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn! Look at Hayden. Are you drinking a beer right now, or is that like a soda or a juice? A pochica. Okay, nice. I just couldn't nice. tell. Okay, what, what flavor is it? Uh, I put uh, tangerine moi <laughs> in it. Wait, tangerine, <laughs> you know those little drops you buy at the grocery store. You put them in water, like oh yeah, 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 yeah. I got yeah, you. you. The flavor thing. Throw, throw a few drops in that bitch. Very cool. That's awesome. Secure the drip. Basically, like a zero calorie sun kiss is what it is. <laughs> oh my lord! Oh my lord! It have it. So what y'all do this weekend? Um. Oh, no, nothing. I haven't done shit. <laughs> Sounds like my weekend. This weekend we did a staycation in downtown. And uh, so we stayed at this place called the St. Clair. It was like this one hotel that Parker and Katie stayed at for their honeymoon. Oh, yeah. And, uh, so we stayed there for two nights. And that shit was fucking nice, dude. Yeah. And uh, we had no... We're, I mean, I think maybe we had heard that the arts festival was happening, but didn't know that it was this weekend. And so, like, the lobby doors open up onto Main Street. And so, like, we just, we like, we just, like, stayed and just went out and toured the festival and went and had Toro Toro. So much fun. I just noticed your t shirt. Oh, yeah, yeah. Of course. I had to get a t shirt. That's, that's my, that's my cross to bear. That's my cross to bear. Look, it's like, yeah. <laughs> I get the t-shirt so you guys don't have to. And um, so yeah, we had a great time and checkout was this morning. So we've just been chilling at home. Great How about job. you, Hayden? Uh, nothing nearly as exciting as that. I fucking stayed home. And then I went out with Tyler last night to the bar and we. Uh, How was that? Yeah. You know. It's debaucherous. It's debaucherous. I had a little. I had a little bit of FOMO, but I was. But I, I, mm. I trust you guys had a good time. No, there wasn't anything 
particularly outrageous that happened. It was just a lot of, you know, hanging out, talking about Matthew Broderick and shit. Happens, dude. I totally get that. I was just happy to get out of the house because I'd spent all day not doing anything, you know, just yeah. fucking sitting around. Like, I was thinking real hard about what I was going to do, like all the stuff and the projects that I was like, oh, yeah, I got this to do and I got this to do and I could do this and I could do this. And then I just got in this fucking spiral of thought where you just like, you're there's either there's too much of it or like just don't want to do it or something like that. Or the hassle of getting it done. It's just like, man, I can't get that done today. That'd be, that's like a two or two day thing. I can't something do that. Something is all <laughs> prohibit you from doing that one yeah. thing. It's like, well, and you know, and then it fucking, you know, famous last words always like, well, I'll just do it tomorrow. You know, yeah. just take it easy today. Famous last words. <laughs> Famous last words. Then it's like a month later, and you're like, "Oh fuck, I was gonna do that." <laughs> yeah, I'll pay off that mob boss tomorrow. <laughs> oh, oh shit. my legs are broken. <laughs> <laughs> oh, check it, Hayden. I got your thing. Angaja. Right. Nice. Nice. Angaja. Right. It's about family, and that's what's so powerful about it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get that right too. Yeah, just find the whole right. the Fox interview. So I bet. I, you yeah. yeah, so I'm sure if I dig deeper, <laughs> I can find something. That'd be good. Yeah. We have to go deeper. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I agree with Robin. Besides, I don't think all of us can handle Superman's fantastic. <laughs> is that old super friends yeah it's like from uh yeah super friends from uh yeah, the old they like have 60. it on hbo meanwhile at the hall of justice yeah exactly <laughs> these guys are good these guys are good you got it yes. yes i love it he's getting all the hits out i love it these guys are good what a world what a world what did I watch this weekend? Oh, I still need to watch Bullet. I haven't watched Bullet yet. I got that on TV. I don't think I've seen that entire movie. I've seen clips and stuff. There's like a lot of old school, like, maybe not necessarily car movies, but like anti-hero movies that are like, that I've seen clips of, but I need to see the whole thing. Yeah. This is like, like a detective I th- story, I think. Well, yeah, but I mean, I... I only saw like maybe Dirty Harry like completely for the first time like five years ago, and I'm like, those are great. Those I've still never like seen. I, should have, yeah. I feel like I should have seen those movies like a long time ago. That's why I probably say all that stuff. So you never had parents that just had like Turner Classic movies on all the time at the house, the crib when you were growing no, no, up. No, I, I did. I had I had an old dad, but I mean Turner Classic movies. Whenever I was a kid, was like movies from the '40s, and that's not really what we're talking about right like bullets not like i mean a, bullets 1968 uh i would oh, put I it i always in, thought that that was a 70s movie then no it's 1968 yeah and it's not like it's that's like uh, i don't know it definitely could be considered vintage or whatever but it's not you know it's a classic far from the 40s sort of man. like a b movie in a way what? or was it a major film bullet yeah it was a big it was a big hollywood release it had steve mcqueen yeah, I knew that. I just I wasn't yeah, it was sure if it, was, if it was like a. Big and this movie. is 1968, Steve McQueen. This is like post. Oh, that was like the Great Michael. Escape, uh, Steve McQueen. This is like peak Steve McQueen. Peak Steve McQueen, 1968. Like hanging out with Sharon Tate, Steve McQueen. Yeah, chilling. 
Yeah. Making points next to a pool. I get that. Mm-hmm. I just know Steve Mc- or that, that specific movie, Bullet, because when I was a child, my dad like loved to watch movies, and he would watch Bullet with me, and he, I always remember the car chase scene because he would always tell me, it is, yes, one of the most objectively like best car chase scenes ever in movie history, but also <laughs> he was like, there's this part where they pass a green bug, Mm-hmm. And they pass it like 12 times because they have the same, they've only got like a certain number of stunt cars or whatever to like put around to make it look like a San Francisco neighborhood or whatever that they're yeah. racing through. And he's like, there's the green bug and there's the <coughs> bug again. And he passes the green bug again. Now watch this. The green bug cuts him off. See, boom, green bug. <laughs> like, oh, just all these continuity errors and stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's just that's, one of those movie. That's up. funny like the telephone pole wires in uh, Gone with the Wind or whatever. They were like, whoopsie. Oh, what right. I, yeah. <laughs> I remember in Raiders of Lost Ark, or at least the documentary, um, they had to take down a lot of telephone and uh, like power lines yeah. from like these big wide shots to make it look like 1920s Egypt or... Right. Cairo, Cairo, that's where. But shit slips through the cracks sometimes. You'll be looking, I was like, is that an airplane? I thought this movie was the old west. <laughs> yeah, it's like, is that dude wearing a watch? This is like, <laughs> yeah. this is the Roman Empire. What's going He's on? He's wearing a Rolex over there. Yeah. <laughs> Supposedly, there's like a scene in Lord of the Rings where like a car goes by in the background. Oh, fuck. <laughs> we told nobody to drive down that road. Had like hours and hours of filming and editing. How did we miss this? Right, yeah. <laughs> Taking years to make those movies and yeah. But some guy sitting in a movie theater saw it once and was like, hey, that's a car. Yeah, some guy named David out there Fuck. is like, and there it is. There's me right there. I told you I was in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I was the guy that was fine. <laughs> Asshole in the car. <laughs> That'd be great. Told you I was in this movie, dude. You will Good be a job, man. You ruined Lord of the Rings. <laughs> best thing, dude. I bet that like best experience of his whole life. He bombed Lord of the Rings, the movie. He bombed it. He photobombed. Yeah, what do you call it? Is a video bomb or I don't know? It's the most elaborate video bomb ever created. Like, there needs to be a documentary about this guy. Like where there's other guys like, yeah, we were all photobombing at the time and, you know, just one up on each other. But uh, I mean, it was a movement, man. Dad had to take it all we the way. Doing. It's an it's like Academy it Award winning film bomb. It didn't matter to us, man. If it was a commercial student film or a major motion picture, we were there, dude. Fuck okay, it, dude. I would ruin us. family photos at the fucking Disney World. I didn't give a <laughs> Did not care, bro. We were ruining people's weddings. <laughs> Or like celebrity weddings, <laughs> you like go and try to get in the the videos. He totally drives his car through. That's what. That's his whole thing. Oh, that's his whole bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's like <laughs> like classical symphonic performances, and like there's like this big like pause in the symphony, <laughs> and he just drives his car through the auditorium. It's <laughs> 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 a very Family Guy sort of bit, I oh, guess. <laughs> How did he get that fucking Volvo in this goddamn church? <laughs> it's like, how did he do it? And then my buddy he just took it all the way, dude. He was like, I'm going to be in the back of the Lord of the Rings movie. I'm going to photobomb the movie. And we all said, nah, dude. 
That's but you know what? Sure. He didn't ever play by the rules is the thing. You're like, you're flying too close to the yeah. sun, dude. But yeah, them wings are going to melt my dog. It's like, I don't care. Try me. Try me. That crazy son of a bitch did it. I got a parachute <laughs> made of wax, too. Check this out. Well, Hit me with your best shot. So I was, um, I drive to practice, right, to the loop. I always go down 20, up 35, right? When you're driving that direction, you're going north, heading up to the practice space. To your left, there is a, uh, a mall. Is big there? Mall, movie theater. And it's got a big-ass LED light thing that's got, like, movie posters that rotate through it and ads for stuff in the mall and like all of this stuff that rotates through it all the time. Oh, and that's on the left-hand side. Yeah. Yeah. I forget what the yeah, name that's of the five mall star is. mall, five star mall, something yeah, like that. On yeah. Seminary. Yeah. They've got that big ass led. And the other day I was driving to practice to meet you guys. I <laughs> didn't say anything because I was saving it for this podcast. <laughs> past the led and it was like a desktop, a portion of a desktop computer. I was like, that's a weird fucking ad. And then I realized that it was the desktop of the computer of the guy who sets the fucking... Who sets it up. <laughs> he just left it on his desktop. And, and, and there were like <laughs> files. And I was like, oh my God. He <laughs> on the ads. He just wow. let this fucking desktop open. And now just people driving by just looking at his desktop. Desktop Dude, That is so good. God, what if he forgets? When was that? Fucking, fucking emails and shit like that. And people in the fucking 30 That's are just so like, cool. why is he emailing that person? <laughs> <laughs> of course, the low-hanging fruit is he's going to start watching porno. and Exactly. You get well, to like X hamster. But you only see like the bottom corner of the porno, but you're definitely like, right. That's porn. That's too much flesh to be nothing but porn right, right there. Right. How wild. And how fired is that guy? Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> we might have another guest star here. Holy shit. Uh-oh. Uh-uh. Oh, yeah, dude. Who could it be? He's coming in from... He's coming in hot. Oh, shit. Oh, and he's coming in, in from a garage. That's how you know. It's, it's Mr. Man. Anderson. The myth. Man. The legend. The one and only. Parker. Anderson. What's going on there, everybody? This is Parker Anderson coming from the garage in the garage cast, his brand new location. Yes, you can hear the clickety clackety of the gridgety garage glackety door, but don't worry, it's not going to affect my sound, my canter, or my will to be here. We're going to hang out, we're going to have a good time, I'm going to hang out with all of my fellow dead vinyl heads. That's right, the dead, yeah, dad, the, the daddies. That's right, the D, the, the, the deviants, yeah, daddies. That's right. That's called they're they're the yeah, dad. I'm, I'm working on it. So happy to be here, guys. What are What's you going talking on? about, Parker? <laughs> I don't know. I felt like he had a majority of this written somewhere in a, in his phone. Actually, the only and then thing, he was the like, you know I, what? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna freewheel. I'm just I'm just gonna go <laughs> this time. I'm not gonna even gonna look at it. The only thing that I had planned was the part that I stumbled over. So let's just, <laughs> of course, let's just go with that. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. No, but like they're called the Diades. 
like D like D D E A D A D A D A D A D these. What are you talking about? Some of the daddies. I don't know. I'm just checking levels, right? Checking levels. I was just trying to come in hot with the you know when I plugged in. So I was thinking of it as I set up my my mic system. It's coming in hot. I set him up. I'm sorry, guys. I wound him up. You were hot. I let him go. That was my bad. We we all did a little intro for (laughs) him. Yeah. <laughs> I hope I get that intro every single time. It's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, <laughs> okay, I love you. That's right. That's yeah, it. Sorry. That's the ticket hot. right there. Hey, you gotta tell you what. Okay. You're three minutes late. Yeah, I'll probably do that for you. Thank you. I'm, I'll get myself a little song you can play too on your soundboard, and I'll come <laughs> running down the the middle aisle like a champ and get some pyrotechnics eventually. Yeah, and you'll have a little signature a, dance that you do. I'll be a WWE wrestler of this podcast. Somebody's got to do it. And it's oh, Anderson wow. with the chair. That's right. Oh, my yes, God. Man. He's got the chair. Yeah. I, I, when I was a kid and I watched wrestling, I always thought, why would they just leave those chairs and those tables underneath the ring? That's a terrible place for those wrestlers. They're just going to use them. Well, well they're, they're not right. chairs. That's for not a good storage <laughs> solution, if you ask me. Yeah, it seems like a storage issue. Yeah. These guys are good. I love how when you hear the Damn, anything in wrestling good. too, it's like you always come down that fucking pageant strip, you know? It's like, oh, somebody's here. Oh, here they go. And then the doors open and they've got a little walk up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then they enter the ring. So dramatic. I parked. I parked back there. I thought that was the entrance. I always like those people that drive the car up onto the to the stage like you know close to the stage and then they get out and then they run down it's badass <laughs> or like the undertaker used to ride a motorcycle down into the ring and around yeah. the ring and then park it and it was badass rum, 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 rum. this theatrical i tell you what that's that's a good motorcycle sound buddy i liked it <laughs> thank you yeah <laughs> we, i know you didn't have that one on your soundboard <laughs> that one. i wouldn't have them you're right dude i would not have that on the sound that's why you need me. That's why I'm here. Don't worry. I'm, I've joined this podcast. And Might what are we talking have. about? I feel like I just kind of busted in like the Kool Aid Man. You did. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah, you did. Oh yeah. What were we talking about? We were talking about porno on the highway. Yeah, and there was Very just a billboard story. that was like one of those electric billboards, but nobody set the thing up yet. It was just some guy's desktop with the start bar at the bottom and everything. Oh, sweet. Files and shit. Yeah. So and you were um, like, what if somebody was just accidentally sharing their screen on that billboard? Porn. Yeah. And just pulled it up. You know, his computer. Like you do. Yeah. Losing your job right there. Tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> or like even better, he's like, he gets on like he's got this real thing where he loves getting on the MS paint still. He still loves MS paint. Right. Like it's like a stress relieving thing for him, and he's just drawing like a cow on MS paint. This guy's just trying to be artistic, man. He didn't mean for the whole world to see his art. <laughs> Just love drawing cows on MS Paint. Until it turns into like one hour photo and he's got like thousands of these fucking <laughs> MS Paint pictures posted up in his like apartment. <laughs> that one that I did on the trackpad. It's great, man. They're like, listen, this does not look like an elephant, sir. And he's like, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? You mean it's uncanny. <laughs> it's uncanny. The- Leave this wow. house immediately. <laughs> it's like, sir, this is a 
children's art fair. We don't allow <laughs> adults here. It's so all like, what? So this is a Wendy's. <laughs> I'm an artist just like anybody else here. <laughs> that was good character development, guys. We really humanized that, cool. that dude. <laughs> yeah. We all learned, we all learned kind of something. We've forgiven him, haven't we? Yeah. <laughs> well, it is funny that this one giant yeah. billboard is just connected to some guy's desktop <laughs> yeah. so funny. it's not like just like on a system and it just It'll runs like a random for an hour yeah. it's like actually like oh no i have to run this from my computer every day and if i don't things will go to absolute hell it's it's terrible parker and i wrote that one down when we were drunk at the bar i think oh right what was it? I couldn't hear. The recording brain and how it wipes you out really quickly. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, just how much like mental energy it takes to to be in the studio all day, even though yeah. like you're not really like there's a whole lot of downtime. Like be like it's so weird being a musician in general. Like especially when you're touring or when you're doing the studio stuff. There's there's a really weird amount of like downtime that you kind of experience, like especially when you're in a group setting, like how we record music and how we do stuff where we usually kind of all come in together, like equal parts to, to make something. So, you know, especially as a drummer, like I'll lay my stuff down in the first day or two and then we still have, you know, multiple yeah. days left of just kind of like me sitting around, not doing a bunch, but there's just a whole bunch of, right, like, yeah. you know, to get one song done, it takes eight or nine hours. And that's just a lot of like setting stuff up. Or then you have to wait for somebody else to finish, you know, setting their thing up or working on this or tweaking this. But then that whole time you're kind of like antsy and activated and ready to, ready to go and make something happen. And so it just, it really leaves you kind of wiped at the end of the day or just even listening to a song over and over again, kind of beating your head against the wall. Definitely like makes it, super mm. difficult to like or it just makes you feel wiped at the end of the day and and it can it, you don't expect that especially with, with all the lore and you know mysticalness yes. of a of the oh, artist yeah. that's why we wrote it down because we were saying that it was we went to the owl afterwards or wherever i think the first night we didn't even go to the bar afterwards we just went home and went to bed you know because mm. it's not like it's exhausting like you were running or anything like that it's just your brain was going for fucking eight hours straight yeah one fucking thing and like hyper fixating on it you know but i love it it was so fun oh what do you think jordan it was definitely it can be kind of mind-numbing uh i mean i'm in the same situation as you i guess where it's like we lay down the bass track for you know the song and then just kind of sit there for the rest of it and let everyone else do their thing. But, uh, so you are a lot of times just sitting there and hearing the same song over and over again. And like, it, it wears, like it wears you out, but like not necessarily like making you want to go to sleep, but more just like, I want to think about something else now. Right. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Or like my and you're and then you start looking for like minor details and minor like things that you change, you know, as as it goes along and you start kinda the more you nitpick, the harder it is to even tell if something, you know, <laughs> changed for the good or for the better, yeah. Your brain kinda gets wiped after a certain point where it's hard to just even make those calls. Right, exactly. You're like, maybe we should just listen to it tomorrow and then I'll <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I did yeah, like the take breaks thing for sure. Just in between mm -hmm. that shit space it out you know 
Yeah, I feel like it was cool. Like like the first re- album we recorded, we you know, we stayed there. Like they had a a whole little like apartment place for us to like crash at and kind of we kind of lived and breathed it the entire weekend straight. And that was mm-hmm. um super cool. I think really good for us where we were at back in, you know, 5 or 6 years ago as a band. And then it was cool to come into the studio this this recent time and be able to not only step away from it, in, you know, in between days, but also like how focused I think Joel was on like getting those like really organic live takes, like you know, in the time of. So, in my opinion, I feel like we took even more breaks than than I would have felt comfortable with. But I think that was kind of a method in order to like kind of try and kind of jumpstart like moments of magic that was just more organic than us like beating our heads into the studio, which I think up until now was the only way that I thought you were really supposed That's to do the studio. To do it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I certainly find the, the downtime a little mind numbing. Weirdly, I really wish I knew more about like how mixing actually worked. So like I knew what I was like wanting in a guitar sound that would blend really well with everything. But it's always, I mean, but that's why you have like a recording engineer to you know, kind of make suggestions. To do that for you. Care, yeah, yeah, take care of that. It can be hard to I, communicate sometimes. Yeah, because I also situations. feel like if I knew more about that stuff, then I'd be able to be more prepared and would, you know, waste less time just trying to get my stuff set up. Right. I don't know. Every single studio experience for me, they've always like progressed. Mm-hmm. There are certain aspects of it I wasn't crazy about, but I really liked working with him because I thought like he could talk to us really easily and get things out of us we weren't necessarily, you know, probably able to get out of ourselves. Who knows? But but yeah, the downtime, dude. What the hell? We got to be there for all that. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> you just have to keep listening too. I'm just like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. I'm listening. And it's the same thing with tour, you know, and same thing with like going to a, a venue, or, like when you're out and about and. I'm super envious of like bands on the East coast when they talk about touring because you know, they, they can play these like 14 day long yeah, tours so and only markets you know, like right there. Yeah. yeah they're just, you having like an hour, you know, drive at the most for every, every show. And here in Texas, it's just such a different thing where Austin is three and a half hours away and Oklahoma city's three and you know, everything's three and a half hours away, you know, for a market that's the same size as where we live in. And then, like, when we went to the West Coast, you know, it takes a day and a half just to get out to the West Coast if you're not going to play a show in the desert. And it's just, it's mm. so crazy how you do that, but then your whole life is being on the road, and then you have all this downtime because you'll get to the venue because you're so ready to get it to the venue, and you want to make sure that, you know, that's your whole purpose. So you want to get there and check in, and if you get there, you know, you make get good time. Get check, all that stuff. Yeah, and then, you know, you're you got to wait around for the show to start. That's what I'm saying. There's this chunk from like 2 p.m. till you know 10 p.m. You know, God forbid when you headline, you're playing at midnight. So it's like you, know, you got eight hours to kill in a town you don't know, and you only have one van, and you're worried it's, <laughs> your shit's gonna get stolen. So it's like, it's no I get how. <laughs> I guess what I'm really trying to get here is I get how people develop like drug and drinking problems whenever they're. <laughs> Oh, yeah, like sure. I'm sure it's for a multitude of reasons, right? But there has to be like that la- that lacks in time of like you're stuck in one place and bored as hell. Like, what do you do? Like, what is there to do other than like you know get high? And so yeah, it's, it's just a really weird. It, I, I can see how it can be a very conducive environment to accidentally, you know, <laughs> getting involved into something that you may, you probably wouldn't otherwise. You just made me miss tours so hard. <laughs> <laughs> For real. 
I mean, yeah, I'm not, I'm not trying to complain. Like, I, I would gladly sit around for eight hours waiting for this venue to open and watching. Somewhere you've never been? Like, everything's new. It's so cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And every gas station is the same in between there. The I'll next tell you what is it the same is, like, Motel 6s and shit, like what we were staying in. It's like, those are always the fucking same. And downtime there is a little mind-numbing because you feel like you're in that uh, – train station from the matrix movies where you're just like what there's no time here these are everywhere seemingly but nowhere i guess when you need them and motel six man it is weird though but there's also some interesting like consistencies that's that's neat like i used to like i everybody's kind of you know have their opinion on start on starbucks's and i it's cool to like be here in Texas and drink one drink and go to Chicago and be able to get the same exact thing. Or like no matter where you're at in the nation, like you can have some kind of consistency. Same with the Motel Six. It's it's interesting because everything on the road is so inconsistent and so yeah. much of that is totally fun and a total adventure. But then it is really neat to be able to like be in some totally foreign and get something like a, a creature comfort or some kind of like place you're staying that feels relatively, you know, familiar. It's, uh, I found that really interesting when we were out like six or seven days on the road last time or like in the Midwest and we had to stop at a Starbucks and it was like not like a craft co- coffee that I wanted to get somewhere, but like <laughs> I knew what I was getting and we were in the middle of fucking nowhere and it was just so nice to like not be <laughs> disappointed. <Yeah. laughs> you know what I mean? Look, the weird I thing. knew what I was getting and I got it and it was great. <laughs> yeah. Did what I needed it to do. There is that. Yeah. That's that the weird consistency that comes with like mass capitalization, <laughs> you know, or mass markets. Yeah, every McDonald's cheeseburger tastes the same. Except I've been, like I've been to like hundreds of them; they all taste the same. Yo, but don't like okay, but don't airport McDonald's hit different? Like, make the airport McDonald's Dude. taste different, <laughs> bro. All, no. all airport fast food chains taste a little different than like. I think you're just excited that you're about to go on a trip and you everything tastes a little. No, I'm just saying because like I had I had a Popeyes the other like at a at the last time I flew and it did not hit. It was like awkward as hell. Really, you did yeah. awkward. Uh huh. And then I also have had like a really good breakfast burrito from a McDonald's in a in a uh, like a, a airport and it just I could, it could never be matched again. You know I, mean? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he he keeps going to McDonald's getting that thing like right. Going to the airport. Like, <laughs> take, take one bite and throw it in the trash. It's not it. Just, it isn't it. You failed. <laughs> I said pretend it's like you're in an air, at an airport. Didn't make it. <laughs> I got to make a flight. I need it fresh. <laughs> you have to sacrifice like one or two things you really wanted. And you have to wait an extra 10 minutes to, to replicate the whole situation at the airport fast food chain. <laughs> I stood here and I looked. I looked at the time, and then I looked at. The you have to be flight. running late for a flight. Yeah. Also, were you running late Definitely. for that flight? I don't <laughs> think so. I think I think it was like after the flight, so I think oh. it was like getting back home. Damn, so you're gonna take a whole flight. I got victory one. No, got- but nowadays I'm the kind of person that like I even if my boarding number is like early on in the boarding process, I'm gonna wait until like they like do like the last calls. Because right. I'm going to let everybody else go in there, stand in line, get all flustered, and sit an extra long-ass time because those people who were late are going to run late. I'm going to be that person that 
doesn't run late, but it's just going to be last in line. But everybody else gets settled in while I chill outside of the plane that I'm going to be sitting in for forever long instead of sitting in that plane an extra 30 minutes because I wanted to be first to get on the plane that I'd taken off without me. Run over each other. I'm going to scarf a sandwich. Exactly. (laughs) I'm going to enjoy my... I ate my Popeye's chicken nuggets while they were calling my number, and I just kept sitting there going, well, there's still people in line. (laughs) I just kept eating it because I didn't want to eat it on the plane. It was gross. (laughs) Yeah, eating on a plane like next to some stranger is so is so weird. So yeah, weird. Bumping elbows and you got you know like picante sauce dribbling from it. Right. That's no way to. Why live. is your food so wet? Why are you eating such wet food right now? You have to ask the the airline stewardess for a fucking napkin, and they just napkin, give you the tiny, yeah. the tiny little napkin for drinks. To, can I have some more, please? I like a napkin. I'm in too deep. You know. I, dude, I stack like that thick, dude. Give me a stack like that thick. Napkins, let's go. Serviette. Yeah. Save those puppies for later. Yeah. Go in the pocket. Can I have a Coke, please? You ever get a Coke on a like like a glass of Coke on a flight? They pop a can on a little little tiny a tiny plastic cup. Yeah. And then they give you the other half, and you have to just like hold on to it. You're like, well, this is, I don't know what to, to have do with this, this dumb can. Like, you could have just handed me the can. Shit. I don't need this plastic cup. I don't need the dumb cup. Just give me the can. That's like a holdover from like 1960s plane rides when they would like fucking give people champagne and shit and like fucking smoking big ass cigars and shit. For real. I remember being on Spirit Airlines, and like, you know, Spirit's like you know, underpriced because they're jank, but like they, they sold. <laughs> They were selling buzz balls. <laughs> you didn't get no, <laughs> you didn't get no free complimentary nothing, but you got a buzz ball. <laughs> Have y'all ever had a buzz wow. ball before? How was that? Yeah, I've never had one. I don't know what that is. They're fucking gross. <laughs> you remember you just walk out though? right in the middle of a story or what? <laughs> <laughs> but he was talking to like some story about getting one of those. He's like, you know what, Aaron? Fuck you. You don't know what I'm talking about. He's gone, dude. I don't know, man. If you about the buzzball question, I've never had a buzzball either, bro. I, oh, okay. I have no desire to try one. I they wonder, didn't, and you had to buy wonder, them too, so they was like overpriced. Yeah, you know like what I mean, bucks or some shit. For real, they got like pina colada. They have like some kind of like Kahlua coffee one. That, that was probably the one I would try, but on the plane, I just don't. I don't want it. No, nah, it's no good. But it's like the weird cocktails. They're not actual cocktails. They're like malt beverages or whatever that are sweetened to taste like some other kind of gross cocktail. Yeah, <laughs> no good. No, no, no. no good. Tyler and I used to just sneak on those little fucking tiny bottles in our carry-ons, the little tiny bottles. Yeah, totally. Order the Coke, the little glass of the Coke and shit. <laughs> Nobody's looking, you just pop it into the Pretty fucking... That's right. And then throw it back in your backpack, mix it around. And you didn't just pay $14 for a whiskey Coke. That's right. You saved $14. Sort of. Well, probably not that much, but... Well, you know, the the cost of that beverage is wrapped up in your ticket. At yeah. least the Coke. You know. That's that's like or no, that's don't fair they, game. Don't they zap your card now? No. No, that's included. Card. It just like depends they, on the airline you fly, really. Usually, yeah. yeah, it does. The last one I did was American. Yeah, same here. Like we went to I wanna say they buzzed my card, but I don't know. I forget. I think I think we had to pay for internet. Like, I don't think we had to pay for, I mean, unless we got alcoholic drinks and then we paid for it, but. They don't need pay for internet and alcoholic drinks because then you're there a while and they don't want that. Yeah, <laughs> they can't hack, they can't hack. 
This guy is Netflix and chilling. <laughs> they can't handle that smoke. Yeah. <laughs> He's Netflix and chilling. Next thing you know, it's going to smell like bong resin in here, and we're going to have a fucking full-blown party. They let you get drunk and have the internet, but every single web page just reroutes you to Sky Mall. So you're drunk <laughs> shopping only at Sky Mall. Like that. I've always uh, wanted a foot. Massager, yeah. <laughs> I could use a foot back massager combo. <laughs> glass porcelain elephant showed up at my house, and I was like, "Fuck, God, I gotta stop doing that." <laughs> I ordered that. They really, you know, they really stopped uh, financing small purchases from like those things. You know what I mean? You used to be able to pay like three easy payments and blah blah blah, and they don't even sell shit like that no more. They just like here, give us your credit card. You know what I mean? <laughs> Give us your credit card. Hmm. <laughs> we'll serve you the subscription version of this where you pay us right. 20 bucks a month. We're just going to take it and we'll do that thing that you want or whatever for a month. Deal? Good subscription luck. Model, dude. Subscription model. Yeah, for real. Subscription. That's how fucking dead vinyl works now. The subscription model. Dead vinyl subscription model. Subscribe. $5 a month to... Uh, we'll buy you a dog. No, no, I'm not buying you a dog. What else y'all got? Here we go. Pet peeves. One of my pet peeves is when I see people eating while driving. It's annoying. Why? Why don't you? Why is? Why is that annoying though? You got to drive. Don't eat. Just drive. Like you want them to be just driving. How do you feel about texting and driving? Love it. I hate that one too. And I would say that I hate it when I see other people doing it. But like, also, I've done it a bunch. Yeah. But you've ate and drove too, right? Not really. I'm not really an eat and driver. Maybe yeah, like a bag because, of chips. Oh, bag okay. Of are, are you more safety orientated or are you more food enjoyment orientated? Oh, food. dude, you know the answer to that one. I uh, definitely food, food enjoyment. Enjoyment oriented. <laughs> uh, the podcast doesn't, though. So I'm just letting the podcast. You know, yeah, I absolutely am. It's not even about the safety. It's not about safety okay, at all. So there you go. So, yeah. And then <laughs> I want to yeah, sit down. Safety safety out of this. Yeah, I want to <laughs> sit down. I want to enjoy my meal. I'm trying to eat some people. Yeah. I'll even wait until like I get to the practice space and just eat. In the fucking back in the of my parking car. lot. Yeah. yeah, eating the parking lot. I would rather eat in the parking lot of the place I got the food from if, if that was the case, because then it's fresher. You know what I mean? It doesn't that travel. Is, I do that at Whataburger sometimes, but I've kind of cut down my Whataburger, so thank the Lord. You got to oh. do that at certain Whataburgers. I don't do that at every Whataburger. Mm. You just you park so that you can see the kitchen staff from where you're parked and stare them down while you eat it. Exactly. Slowly judging yeah. <laughs> everything. There's power move it. Just power move that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I have done that, of course. Yeah. I I, I eat and drive um, w- like when I'm pressed at work or when I need to get finished. You know what I mean? Sometimes you just, just don't like, have time. Yeah, sometimes you just got to make it happen. To stop and smell the flavors. Well, Parker, I hope you're eating portable, more portable food. I always opt for portable food. Yeah, no, no ramen soup and no, no nothing like that from the from the no motorcycle, no motorcycle spaghetti or nothing like that. But yeah, motorcycle uh, spaghetti. It's mostly like a sandwich or you know French fries, and I eat them separate. You know what I mean? I'll eat yeah. just the French fries first, and then I'll eat just the sandwich, which is something I only do whenever I uh, am driving because. Otherwise, I kind of like to spread it out. Like I like to mix it. I don't I get do how that. people. Get it out. Get it out. I don't get how people. Some people only eat like one thing. Um, I only eat one then, thing at a time. I can't. It's like yeah. a weird mental thing. When, when you ate those fries first, yeah. all of them before yeah. eating your burger at all, <laughs> and we were just Dude. watching you like what? Yeah. 
What's he doing just, right now? I, just, I was I just on autopilot. That. Where was I'm that at? Eat all of these. It was at the studio. It was in the console. What is it? The studio. That's right. Oh yeah, that I was so weird. We were like Aaron, the big cat burger. Yeah. <laughs> Fries first? Yeah, Joel seemed to be very disturbed <laughs> by it. He's all like, I don't think I've ever seen that before. <laughs> I know. Right, yeah, he was definitely bothered. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. a bummer. <laughs> he certainly lost faith in me after that. Stop. <laughs> I don't Stop trust a fries me. first guy. Oh, my no God. For me, it's like it's like they both act as like palate cleansers to the other. You know what I mean? Like... To me, the the fries give you a little bit of a reprieve from like your the heartiness of the burger. Yeah, you know. But I get I get how some people want to just enjoy one experience and then enjoy the next experience. You know, kind of compartmentalized. Like that's cool too. Nobody understands. I like <laughs> fries. Like I was I was raised to finish everything on my plate. All right. <laughs> a specific order. In a very specific everything order. Everything on your plate. So your method of going about it was like, I'm just going to hack away one, one bit at a time. Exactly. <laughs> you guys judged me. First the peas because oh. they're gross. Next, oh, mashed friends. potatoes. Clear that out. <laughs> exactly. Then pork chop. You're going down. <laughs> going down. I remember when we first, like when we moved in together and we started eating around each other, uh, me and Hayden were like in the living room and he came in with one of his like home cooked meals and we talked about it and we have like a similar eating style where like you just like move in a clockwise motion. Dude. So like you take a like, <laughs> <laughs> like, remember. Like, yeah. <laughs> what did you say, Hayden? It was like, no, I was, about the, I was about this. Yeah. You, you eat in a circle for some reason and I do the same thing. I just one piece from here, one piece from here, one piece from here. Eat. Yeah, you just so kind of go. Weird. You just kind of hack away at all of it in, 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 equally. You know what I mean? And you just kind of now that yeah, I that's, that's how my dad it's eats. Weird as his thing. Harris yeah. Coffee Shop is going to be a hundred years old in twenty twenty six. Wow, that's yeah. it's, I guess are they doing a big facelift so like, to it? Soon. Is I'm that like, what happened? Because it's like shut down, renovating right the whole thing. Yeah, I was going to say it's like totally shut down, but I didn't know yeah. if, if it was coming back or what happened. Oh yeah. It's coming back. Yeah, I guess That's the deal's be been in the works for a long time, but they some Magnolia developers like bought it in 2020. That makes sense. And then I guess since all that uh, construction's going on right there at that road intersection, anyways, it might as well do it now while everything's kind of clogged up and slow, right? You know. I don't know. Speaking of which, okay, can we talk about you so know how? Well, I guess not. Yeah. Well, you, okay, you know how uh, Lola's is moving. And it's moving oh, to the yeah. bar location or where the new moon bar was at. And it's yeah, moving to like the place oh. where all places go to die. And I'm really yeah, the worried supposed about it. cursed location. Yeah, it's like a totally cursed location. And so I don't know how to feel about like this era of like the last venue that yeah. we all grew up playing in is going to move. Yeah. I thought that was an April Fool's joke. Like the weekly yeah. posted an article about it on April 1st. And but someone I, showed it to me and I was like, is this a joke? There's yeah, no way. What a bad time to post that article. For real, what the hell? But yeah, that venue is just, it's such a bummer. You know what I mean? Like, it's a cool, it's got potential. I mean, maybe they can do something with it, but to me, it feels like they're just downsizing for the sake of, you know, getting out and, and gonna, you know, try their hand there, but nothing's done good there. And so it's kind of, it's worrisome. Uh, I share your concern. 
But supposedly they got like a crazy amount of money for it. I'm trying to remember who I was talking to about it. I think like Matt Mabe texted Lindsay about it or something like that. Like the deal was like they kept it because he put like a crazy amount, like the guy who owned the property, like offer for it, like $6 million. And then apparently someone came along and was like, all right, here's $6 million. Give us your property. And they didn't like expect that to happen. Oh, okay. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. So they just got, they, they said, make, say make up a number and they said six, six million. And they came back and said, okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's crazy. So supposedly he's getting $2 million to create another like patio kind of situation, like the trailer park for the people, for that new location. Him. Okay. Is what I've heard. So that's eight. Who knows million. how much of that's really true, but right. that's eight. pretty awesome. That would be an eight, a cool eight mil right there, right? Or I wonder if that's part of the deal. But yeah, so I mean, that's cool. I guess that would be, I mean, why not try, you know, move the venue to that place and see if it succeeds and put, you know, put some money into it. Yeah. I live like just down the street from there. So yeah, I know. That's going to be, yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> I'm just going to be walking over to Lola's all the time. For real. Yeah, that'll be cool. That'll be super cool. I bet he's excited to like build that thing and make it happen and then like let other people fucking handle it and then just have a small manageable bar like the moon bar is like used right. to be. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> they hopefully they, they do something better about like the music and the stage situation. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Hayden. <laughs> yeah. Can you believe the Lola's is moving? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> <laughs> He's got a lot to say about it, obviously. Right. I don't know. I guess is that how you feel about it? West 7th has just become a whole different animal since, you know, in the last couple of years. Yeah, since we I started. I have not made it out to Lola's, unfortunately, <laughs> because of that. Um, <laughs> not that I don't love Lola's. I just don't like that. Um, that area. That vibe of that area and driving through it and shit like that and having to deal I with it. I totally that. agree in that aspect. Um, I think I might just fucking go to Lola's more often if it were over there by Barry or whatever. Um, it's going to be down the street from my place. Yeah. It's going to be really close to Tucker. So we'll see, man. We'll see. Uh, they're going to do cool things with it. I'm sure those are, that's a good team over there at Lola's, you know, God love them. That is the ticket right there. Sorry I had a fight in the middle of your Black Panther party. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That was something. <laughs> yeah. We should get some Texas fucking sleep. We should fucking end this fucking thing. Well, yeah. That well, good like job, guys. Good, good guessing. Yeah. <laughs> that was fun. I wanted to share that with you also. Good podcasting. I love you guys. Yeah. Hell yeah. Until next time, fam. Yeah, that's right. Until next time, fam.